I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that one yet. It's on my Netflix. But I haven't seen that one yet. So, how has your week been? Sled legs send you down. Sled legs send you down. <laughs> down the mountain. Oh, down the mountain. Let the sled legs send you down. Oh, my God. Very good. Man. Thank you. I, I think they might get their money's worth from this <laughs> podcast. Um. It's been so, a week for both of us. <laughs> it's been, for a change, it's been exactly a week. We, re- we recorded on a Tuesday last week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so we actually have had a week. Yes. And and I also meant that in the sense that it has been a strange, it is it has definitely been a 2018 week. I mean, I would have, I would have been fine with waiting to like the normal, like Sunday time to do our, our normal night cast, but... So much is just going on. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, let's just do it. Is, this is would be one of those this is one of those weeks that's very difficult to explain to people who are not on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking it was like, how could I explain this to my therapist? Yeah. Yeah. Not, whenever I talk about my therapist is only like she's maybe like I don't know, like six years older than me. She's in uh-huh. her early forties. But whenever she thinks about social media she thinks about it in terms of facebook and i'm like no i don't know facebook my facebook is so i follow so few people that it's all like people being mad about um like trans other, rights yeah yeah like other <laughs> like bad things happening elsewhere in facebook and then like this like and then like the occasional high school friend who is in a pyramid scheme Yes, but it's, not, it's not like I'm seeing anybody's perfect lives on there. But no, she doesn't understand Twitter at all, and she doesn't definitely doesn't understand the deep Twitter. Yes, and that it's, you and I are in. It's one of those things where it's like if I explained it to somebody, they'd be they'd vacillate wildly from being like extremely impressed and being extremely unimpressed. <laughs> yeah, because in in some ways, it's impressive. I yeah, guess. yeah. But then you realize it means nothing. Yes, it means absolutely nothing. <laughs> so I went I went viral this week and by this week I mean 2 days ago. And it's been It's been a whole, full week since then. It's been, a, it's been a full week since then. In 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 that there have been multiple articles written about my tweet which wasn't even a good tweet. <laughs> it was a tweet where I it was it was Here's here's the oral history of the tweet. Okay, yeah, yeah, set it up for me. Is that it was about it was almost two thirty in the morning on a Saturday, and I was drunk on Franzia and listening to Tom Waits. And then Kate Leth uh, tweeted something about there was a, there was an original tweet that was like somebody it was an, an author who was like a male author who was like I'm so good at writing women. Actually, I'll, I'll pull it up. I'll pull up his his description of. Let me let me just go to one of the. One of the articles written up. <laughs> so you're buzzfeeding your own experience right now. I'm like, I'm like, it's easier for me to look at the electric literature article that <laughs> that Jess Zimmerman wrote. Yeah. So Gwen C. Katz originally tweeted, "A male author is insisting that he is living proof that it's possible for a male author to write an authentic female protagonist." Here's a quote from his first page, and the quote is, is "It loads." Now, I actually haven't heard this yet, because I saw that, and I was just like, 
there's not going to be anything good in this. <laughs> like, this is not going to make me feel better about humanity. So, I so okay. I sauntered over. Certainly, he noticed me. I'm hard to miss. I like to think a little tall, but not too tall. A nice set of curves, if I do say so myself. Pants so impossibly tight that if I have a credit card in my back pocket, you could read the expiration date. The rest of my outfit wasn't that remarkable. Just a few old things I had lying around. You know how it is. <laughs> Just us girls. <laughs> Just us girls. And Kate said something, and I responded, new Twitter challenge, describe yourself like a male author would. And a lot of people have done that. <laughs> now. Do you specifically? To, uh, uh, in response to my tweet specifically, um, let's see. Uh, let's see. Let me let me check. I haven't checked in a couple hours. We are up to uh, uh, sixteen hundred responses mm-hmm. to that great, tweet. Great, great, wonderful. <laughs> and uh, they don't all get muted. <laughs> they, they keep getting through the mute filters I've set up. Have you so, muted the conversation? Well, actually, that's the weird thing is that people will just, I don't know. Uh, uh, other people use Twitter via a system of like bones and like, like rabbit entrails or something. So people will end up responding to you, but not responding to that conversation somehow. Well, I had, well, I muted, I muted the conversation very quickly because mm-hmm. I was like, I don't care. I don't, I didn't mean this. This is a joke. <laughs> It's two thirty well, morning. I, I will and say, I'm, and I'm trying to listen to green grass. I will say that what it is is that that tweet is not like it is not funny in the way that you the the like that you are funny, and it's like maybe not an accurate reflection of you your per, like you, but it it, it is a logical step from what it, the conversation had been and what it's like a fun thing to do yeah and what is funnier now that i've changed my display name to jonathan franzia which is very good and in some in several of the articles that have been written about this the resulting phenomenon they have screen capped my tweet so the screen cap does say jonathan franzia yeah, but I'm yeah. gonna have to change it back soon because I, I, I'll see like Jonathan Franzia retweeted, and I'm like, who the fuck is Jonathan, <laughs> Jonathan Franzia? It's me. <laughs> um, or you just, or that's you now. Uh, they might take away my verification check mark if I. Oh really? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. If... I don't. That's probably not true because Jeff Jacks always changes his around, and he's. But his, yeah. his Twitter name is also Jeff Jacks. So. Yeah. So that's been retweeted 1,700 times, mm-hmm. and I good, have good. gotten, let me check, uh, like 2,300 new followers. Mm-hmm. It's uh, Right now we're at 5,142 followers. I will refresh that again at the end of the episode and see how much that's gone up. Um, now, how much would you... If if like if a brand offered to purchase your Twitter account, how much would you take for it? I, well, then I don't. Well, I, I need. I'm I'm gonna have to read the contracts. Very. I'm gonna have. I need. A, <laughs> I need a serious proposal here. Like, am I not allowed to have Twitter at all anymore? Actually, it... yeah. How much would it cost for you to get off Twitter forever? <laughs> for eight thousand dollars a month, you can buy my silence. Yeah. Forever. <laughs> Um, no, I'm for eight thousand dollars a month. I might leave. Oh yeah, yeah, I do it for eight thousand dollars a month. 
Uh, because for eight thousand dollars a month, that would be my job. It would be not being on Twitter. <laughs> um, I just write all of my thoughts down. Well, there was a time a couple a while back during one of my many breakdowns, my one of the miniature ones mm-hmm, where I just can't, mm-hmm. I just can't cope for a couple days, where I was very offline, and I discovered that I needed something to write down the little thoughts I have that I normally vomit directly into Twitter. So I just started a word, uh, a, a Google doc that said, I am offline and wrote my, I wrote my, my tweets. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote tweets into an empty Google doc. <laughs> so like it's, it's feasible that I wonder if you could set up a Twitter client so that you could read tw- tweets, but when you went to post, it just wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, wait. That would be. That would be like. Like, uh, that's the opposite of good. <laughs> because <laughs> because when I'm like, I want to get off Twitter. What I mean, I don't mean like I need to stop writing Stone Cold Steve Martin and and sending it to nine thousand people. It's that I like. Uh, I need to. Stop- Stop, Stop looking into the hell mouth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and see, I have I have muted and I have curated my Twitter feed, my yes, actual yes. the TL. So it's not a hell mouth. It's actually quite fine because I have muted enough people's retweets and I have enough mute terms. Even on web Twitter, I'm 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 fine. Twitter does not cause me to have anxiety. I uh, have I have done it correctly. Well, also the difference is that. I love having anxiety. <laughs> you're, you're... <laughs> I love bad things <laughs> and garbage. Again, that's one of the things where it's like, hey, here's some simple steps you can take to improve your mental health and well-being. And I'm just like, no. no. <laughs> I refuse. Oh, you will never make me do that. Do you want to hear some of the things I pulled up the I am offline file? Do you want to hear some of the things I wrote down when I was yes, offline? Yes, yes. Hit me. Man, remember that weird way Kim Jong-il died? Just keeled over on a train. Weird. <laughs> then, Deep Ad- thoughts. Out of Van Halen. <laughs> That's the name of a Fallout Boy song. I can't sleep, so I'm writing nice reviews of podcasts on iTunes. Frozen grapes. Can't beat those. <laughs> Ask me about the good boy fund. <laughs> Fuck, I love the business name Pep Boys. You have to dub in music during this. <laughs> what, what kind of music? I, well, okay. This just popped into my head, and maybe it doesn't fit, but think about it. The Forrest Gump theme. <laughs> Fucking feather floating around. Yeah, feather floating around, and you talking about pet boys. And I'm like, the world ain't nothing but bad news, and the pills to go with it. God. Why did I write no more hangovers in L.A.? What does that even mean? When did July 10th, 2016? Okay. When did I? What was that yeah, about? Go to the track changes for the document. Um, that's and I also fantastic. wrote down things I accomplished while offline. 
took out a month's worth of recycling, cleaned my room, swept, washed all my bras, cleaned the toilet, did the dishes, polished my silver, clipped all of my nails, lit a candle, listened to like six my brother, my brother and me's, and made mac and cheese. Polished your silver? Yeah. I have a lot of silver. We've talked about my silver. Yes, we have. From the from the um, Onita company. Mm-hmm. The weird well, it, sex. Well, I... I, I well, I we have ha- a lovely, I have a lovely case for it, and at one point I, I polished it and I put it all away. Apparently, mm. that was on July tenth, twenty sixteen. That's when I polished all my silver. I haven't opened that case since then. Of so course, I, no I assume it's, it's still polished. It's still fairly polished, and it's it's in a it's in a lovely case, so it's probably not become too tarnished. But it's very it's very there's very interesting ways to polish your silver. It involves like putting the silver in a in a pot. With boiling water and vinegar, and then a piece of aluminum foil. Oh yeah, and it like electricity. Oh. Electric, yeah, <laughs> Neur- uh, electrons, something. Neurons. You Neurons. Put, put a human brain in there. Um, that's fantastic. So that's been your week. That's so been my two days. Two. That's been your two days. So yesterday, I was in my office as I am most days and somebody that i work with came in and was like oh i'm really sorry about uh not giving this package to you earlier um we thought it was silla's and my the the ep at my company and who's who was on vacation and just put it in her office and i was like what what package um and they brought in these two huge boxes and the boxes two boxes well because there's two sets. Oh my god! Of course, there's two sets. <laughs> so, um, it's two boxes. One of them has Huckberry on the side, which is like a uh, online retailer aimed at men. Um, and uh, and they they were uh exp- they were like overnight two day air sent to me. I'm like, well, I haven't ordered anything. And I checked online. I hadn't ordered anything from them for a while. You didn't, I didn't like going like, to a few yeah, states. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then I opened the things and it's two sets uh, and of sled legs. Sled legs. <laughs> sled legs. Sled legs. Sled legs. <laughs> sled legs are sleds that go on your legs. <laughs> Sort of go on like your knee shin area. Yes, essentially, you, you can just squat down a hill. Kneel yes, down a hill. you can kneel down a hill. It seems like a great way to get hurt. Really, yeah. Bad. Like if you hit a root with one of them, you don't have a groin muscle anymore. It's just gone. You're just you're just your dick is just blasting. <laughs> and it when. And and so I I like I actually like opened up a customer service thing to be like hi you have accidentally I assume sent me sled legs until I took out all the sled legs and there was a note from the like head of customer experience saying hi Mark we remember that you were very interested in the bribe. Excelsior listeners, please listen back to the episode uh, about briping. I think it was just called Bripe. Yeah, I think it was just called Bripe, uh, where I made fun of a very silly coffee pipe device. 
Um, and again, I feel bad saying that it's very silly, but it it is silly though. Yes, it's very silly. So, um, because of that, they thought I'd be interested in sled legs, and they sent me two pairs of sled legs, which retail for forty nine ninety five each. So they sent me a hundred dollars worth of sled legs, at, and then like however much shipping cost. I will say it is uh, episode 131, J. Samuel Bripe, when you can hear Ooh. a full Bripe experience. <laughs> we, we need not go rehash yes, the yes. Bripe experience. Um, but Although I think you hadn't, no, we talked about it. Later. Had I not rece- actually received it? I think we've actually never talked about. Oh, the actual experience of Briping? We never had, I don't think. It was underwhelming. <laughs> Well, it's like as long as you didn't burn your mouth. Yes, I didn't burn my mouth, and that was actually a surprise. It is <laughs> what a review. Yeah, I did not <laughs> that on the box. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the gentlemen who make the bribe seem very nice, and it seems like they're interested in doing good things for the people of I believe Costa Rica. While they have invented a novel way of drinking coffee i would i feel like even if you are like on the road or something there are easier ways to drink coffee than this you just just have like a sanka you know yeah uh those little via packets or something yeah um but like that's that's fine and whatever um i'm glad they sent it to me uh don't get a whole lot of use out of it the problem with the sled legs Although they were delivered March 16th, it would, it, there was a big snow since then, right? Yeah, we had, a, we had a big snow. So I guess hypothetically, if I had those sled legs, I could have gone... They were delivered March 16th and you didn't get them until now. Yes. So oh, I they... guess I did miss a big snow. But even then, you live in New York. <laughs> Do you think that they were like, oh, there's a big snow coming to New York Activate sled legs. Sled legs. <laughs> Activate project sled legs and send two they sets didn't... of sled legs to a man on. Okay. Also, I did not get my bribe from them. I'm not even sure that they sell the bribe. Your information has been sold. Well, it, I think that they just. Sorry, oh, I'm, being, I'm being messaged. Summoned <laughs> sled legs. It's probably, it's probably somebody. Facebook. It's somebody bringing no, you it, sled it is legs. Literally, somebody sending me Facebook messages about the male author tweet. <laughs> Delightful. <laughs> yep, it's somebody I haven't talked to in like a year. Saying, "I just saw this article," and I was like, "I know that's pertinent. It's you." I know it's me. I have been living this. That's me. She's like, "You're famous." I'm like, "Yep." <laughs> Uh, this is what it's like to yeah a fun thing that that you're also experiencing right now that uh happened to me with the chris kyle thing is that when your content is made a twitter moment it it really it it draws it into stark relief where you're like oh twitter is making money off of the thing i made and oh, I am I making I am making no money off of it. And in fact, my Twitter like experience has been degraded. I'm just content. <laughs> yeah. And now yeah. my enjoyment of your platform is now I, I am now 
actively seeking tricks and tips. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, oh, the better I am at this platform, the less usable this will be. <laughs> I will say, on the actual Twitter app and Twitter website, the mutes are working fine. Also, you, you're you verified, right? I am verified. So I think you have maybe a bit more ability. No, I think it's the, I think it's the same for everybody. Oh, they rolled it out to everybody yeah, now? Yeah, they rolled okay. it out to everybody. There's, there's no benefit to being verified, honestly. At this point anymore. Yeah, it's that I can see if other verified people follow me, and I can set my mentions to just verified people. Ah, which nice. I, I did look. I was like, who follows me verified now? It's it's a, a bunch of, I presume, media people who I don't recognize, but also Dr. Drew. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Um. So, okay. So I have. I love that sl- happened while we were recording. <laughs> <laughs> um. Facebook message from Nicole Price facing. Do you need to bleep that name out? No, it's fine. She's a. Okay. <laughs> Nobody's gonna do anything to her. It's wonderful. Um. But uh. Okay. So I have two pairs of sled legs now. And I feel so now I'm having anxiety because I was sent a pair of sled legs, but like I was unable to create good content with sled legs other than just talking about how absurd it is that I was sent sled legs. I mean, they sent them to you at the end of March. Yes, they sent them to me at the end of March. They also sent them to me by finding out. So. How it must have happened is that I guess they saw the bribe thing and they decided to look up to see if I had ever bought anything from them and then sent something to that address, uh, which is a, a very... They are, in con- they are colleagues with the bribe the bright gentleman? I guess. Um, like, I would love to know if there was a conversation where the bribe guy was like, our engagement went through the roof. <laughs> We've sold so many bribes now. <laughs> well, they definitely sent the sled legs. You're not going to... Like, you don't even... Like, when you go hiking, you're not going anywhere that's, like, good sledding territory. And you don't go when it snows. Hypothetically, I could go to Prospect Park and go down the hills. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah I that would be a hypothetical thing. Um, but, like, also, maybe... If you wanted me to use your product that you just randomly sent me, you might want to try messaging me or, like, emailing me or doing something to let me know that you're sending me sleds for my legs so I can tell you not to do that. And they're big. They're not small. No. keep those in your... Can you... Can you maybe, like, upcycle the sled legs into something useful? Can you, like, use them as, like, a yarn caddy? I am... Let me let me just do some finger quotes here. Lending them ah. to uh, people that I work with, uh, maybe not with the assumption that I will get them back. Because also, uh, in order to be a uh, father and continue to provide for my child, I need to not have been ripped in half from the groin all the way up to my chest. <laughs> uh, I also d- like. I have a big thing where I, I worry a lot about my knees. Like about Yo, knee care. Yeah, hey, hey! Speaking as somebody about to be thirty-six, good call. Yeah. <laughs> Worry about them. They're gonna go. Um, yeah, but um, 
anyway, so I I don't think that I would use but like now I'm I'm anxious because I like failed to live up to this guy's expectations for really s- selling the sled legs. Well, they I feel like I feel like you're I I mean they did I don't know. There was I I feel I feel like in a way this is this is like the, you know, hey, we're just going to go out for drinks. And then suddenly you you're you're experiencing the oh wait now there's this this extra, you know you bought me drinks and now you're expecting something. <laughs> this is a <laughs> uh, I was not expecting this metaphor to go in that way, but uh, like I mean, is it just me? Uh, alternatively, the other explanation is they've got a lot of sled legs and it's the end of March <laughs> and they're like <laughs> like uh... like. I can't, um, I can't imagine that they've been moving a ton of sled legs because they seem very dangerous. You're not supposed to use them if you're under the age of thirteen, and that's the prime sledding. Time. Yes, yes. <laughs> like I don't know that I would necessarily. And like it's they're, like they're meant for adults, and adults have bad knees. It feels like if you wanted to to. Um, do this, you might go skiing, a pre-existing winter sport that adults like, commonly or do. Or like a snowboard. Yes. Uh, something that would not require me to be directly on my knees. Other things that not great for your knees, but... Yeah, that's true, but probably better. Probably wouldn't mash them directly into a rock or root. Um, I, and, and like, I feel bad again I'm sure they're lovely people. Can you imagine how embarrassing it would be to have to get, like, metal lifted out off of something after seriously like, entering it? I mean, you wouldn't take sled legs up the mountain, I'm realizing. Because <laughs> you don't go sledding on mountains. You go sledding on hills. I don't do I do not do any of your winter sports. It's, well, it's also like if I say I had, like, a, an 11-year-old and a 9-year-old and we decided to go sledding. I would be bringing sled legs for myself so that, like, they'd be going down at the radio flyers and I'm like, looks cool, kids. Check this out. Rah! Yeah. <laughs> like, I, mm, um, like, is the, like, I guess the appeal is that you could maybe do, like, a cool, cool turn at the end. You get some Yeah. Drift. To me, the big thing about it is that you do not have to carry a sled with you when you run back up the hill. Oh, I get you can walk on them and feel like a robot. Yes, yes, exactly. But sleds aren't necessarily the heaviest things. I'm just looking for a silver I mean, lining if we're here. Ta- if we're talking about the modern sled, we're, if we're not talking about fucking, can you? <laughs> okay, okay. So imagine Citizen Kane. <laughs> sled legs. What was sled legs? Red rosebud is sled legs. <laughs> sled legs. Did you hear his last words? There were sled legs. One of the one of the legs has rose, and the other one says bud. <laughs> uh, quick note: rosebud is a weird name for a sled. <laughs> Having a name for your sled is weird. <laughs> yeah. It would have been a much... Actually, I don't necessarily know that it would have been a shorter movie if he just said sled <laughs> and then died. But, uh... I've only seen that movie and I was like 10. And guess who does not appreciate Susan Black King and again? white films. Me! 
It was part of my, when I was homeschooled, my mom was like, well, I'll make her watch movies that are important. And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> um, anyway, so I, I have... liked uh, Lawrence of Arabia. That was pretty yeah. good. I had to write an email. I didn't have to, but I wrote a thank you email to the guy being like, uh, sorry I missed the snow, but thanks for the sled legs? <laughs> and it's it's also like my brand is a shambles. <laughs> the, I'm, I mean this nicely. Your brand is a shambles. Like, <laughs> like I really, if I, I would, hmm, if people are going to send me free things, I would prefer them to not be quasi useless. <laughs> like a nightmare scenario for me is to be like once a week receiving like an inflatable tent or something. You're just getting more Hamaker Schlemmer shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, oh, they delivered the world's only personal submarine. It's like, oh god damn it. Without without it is fun to go through the Hamaker Schlemmer catalog. And uh, look at all the ridiculous things that you could have if you were very rich. I don't have a wall on which to put the world's largest crossword puzzle. Like, what do you do when you solve that puzzle? Did you just leave it there? <laughs> I think you should set fire to it. <laughs> uh, yeah, that sounds good. Um, anyway, so it's been a weird, very online week. And it's also been... Yesterday was a very fun experience of trying to explain to people... That I work with, why I received two sets of sled legs that I did <laughs> not purchase, and being like, "Oh well, there was a thing I wrote a while back online about," and they were like, "Like on where online?" And I was like, "Online, <laughs> please, um, please." Well, you, you did bribe in the office. I did. Um, I wasn't gonna bribe at home. <laughs> No, not in front of the not in front of the baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I was going to burn down any building with a superheated copper cylinder, <laughs> also you know you're in, you're in your thirties now. You can't be having coffee at night. Yeah, <laughs> but like, um, it is. It's like nobody that I and I I don't know that anybody that I work with would care that I'm on Twitter. But like, no one's made that connection yet. <laughs> I'm sure they have. Ah, okay. And just normal people don't talk about this. Yeah, well, one uh, one person from my day job has now followed me on Twitter, and we're 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 buds. Like we we have had discussions, and it turns out that like we have been at the same like certain special Brooklyn comedy shows together. Oh, wink, that's wink. fantastic. And I was like, and we were like, nod knowing that i'm like so he's cool but at the same time i'm like oh <laughs> i worked with you but i did i did he was the only person to work that i was like i went viral yeah yeah um <laughs> but yeah this is which is another reason why i've been happy to change my my display name for this time to jonathan franzia and also and also since i i've had my display name as wit reynolds as opposed to whitney reynolds so it's made me and so what, what is great now, this is what's great is like in the various articles and meta filter posts that have been written about this challenge. I have been described as podcast podcaster Whitney Reynolds, mm -hmm. because the only thing in, I have in my bio that indicates what I do is that I do this podcast. Uh -huh. 
Um, uh, the one, the the article at, at Electric Literature, which is I I I feel like the canonical one. It was the first one. Yes, the one definitely. I was, I was I was asked about. I was asked about another one at the Observer. Uh, and but uh, I was described as writer slash podcaster slash cat tweeter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was like, yes. I'm I'm glad the the light that is being shed on Emma here. Yeah, this is important. Uh, well, Emma, I I talked about how she went to the vet, and uh, I'm uh, we're working through me trying to put to change her diet and not have her wake me up at four in the morning because she's hungry. <laughs> And you're like, you're like, welcome to parenthood. <laughs> well, not even that, but it is very funny that like the the cat thing of being like, oh, you, you want to change my diet? Interesting. You have to sleep. <laughs> I don't have to go anywhere. <laughs> I already sleep 18 hours a day, bitch. I can be awake whenever I want and poking you. <laughs> yeah, the. Also, the way that cats communicate that they're hungry by, like, literally, like, poking you and pointing to their mouths is <laughs> very good. Well, okay, so so the, I took her to the vet, and she was like, give her less dry food. And I'm like, okay. And I did that, and she started poking me in the in the back at four in the morning. And I was like, okay, maybe you win. Maybe I will start. But I, I also bought her some fancy wet food. Because the vet was like, oh, you're, the, the wet food you are feeding her is junk food. And I felt aut- automatically horrible. And I was like, I was like, fine, I will buy the expensive food. And I was feeding Emma the expensive food. And I fed her some, like a half a can last night. And she did not, she like licked the gravy off of it and then did not touch it at all. And so I was like, She's fine. like, I like garbage. <laughs> and I was like, fine, I'll give you an extra quarter of a cup of dry food because I don't want you to wake me up in the middle of the night and because you didn't eat your dinner, so you need a dinner. And she didn't wake me up. Uh, I mean, well, she did try to wake me up at like nine when it was time for me to wake up. And I was like, uh, no, I'm working from home today. I'm going to sleep in until 11. But I did get up and feed her. Um, but then, I well, I had not cleaned up the leftovers from the night before because there was no cause to because mm-hmm. it's just like dried food on the floor and I don't have a bug problem or anything. So, uh, but then she, she's just she, like an hour before we started this podcast, she just like, she was like, Oh look, look at all this food here and <laughs> ate the whole fucking plate. <laughs> all right. Been li- had been out for a day. It was all dried and weird. And I'm like, you're just fucking with me now. <laughs> she's training you. She is. She is. She absolutely is. Mm-hmm. And I have encouraged. Uh, she has learned now that if she, Pat, she goes on me. I will eventually get up because I cannot <laughs> sleep through her patting me, especially if she does it to my face. <laughs> Only once has she poked me in the face, and then I had oh, to get okay. up because my face was bleeding. Oh, God. <laughs> that was a while ago. Um. I'm trying to think of any adorable parenting stories that I have from recently, which I mean, yeah, she's my kid's pretty cute. <laughs> yeah. Your kid is pretty cute. I I'm going to have to ask to go to a series of lectures in nearby okay, town sure, sure. earlier than usual, because I forgot to go to them before Previously. we started. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So please hang on.
You ready to get some of that? I haven't seen that ASMR. Yeah, yeah, hit me. This is old granddad life. <laughs> Ooh, I love old granddad. Yeah. I decided after going viral, I deserved some whiskey. Because <laughs> <laughs> somebody, I uh, when I tweeted about the uh, electric literature article, I was like, oh, uh, Jessica Zimmerman wrote about my uh, me going unintentionally viral. And somebody responded, but aren't, aren't all tweets trying to go viral? And I said, if you'd ever gone viral, you would know the answer is no. <laughs> um, most going most going viral is not being fucking Chewbacca, Chewbacca mom. Most of it is going, leave me alone. <laughs> but I love, I, I, I welcome new followers. I'm sure a bunch of new people follow the, I haven't seen that Twitter account. Oh. And I hope that they listen to the show. Since I'm now podcaster Whit Reynolds. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, and I, I hope they enjoy me. It's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure to have an extra 2,500 people <laughs> suddenly looking at you. Every time, like, I, especially, like, if a big name person follows me, I have to be, like, the next thing I tweet is always me being, like, like, Oh, like I dropped an entire bookcase on my foot. Oh, <laughs> um, my wiener fell out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Sorry. Of my shirt somehow. <laughs> Just snuck out of my armhole. How did it happen? <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm always. I was like, I need to immediately just tweet about fan fiction as much as possible. But that's uh, that's not alienating anymore. People love it. Yeah, <laughs> god damn it. People are like, yeah, I love it too. Let me tell you about my fanfic, and I'm like, I don't care about your fanfic. <laughs> Please, I'm trying to alienate you. <laughs> um, why am I so charming? Why can't I drive anybody away? <laughs> um, a little more ASMR. Yeah. So I, uh, did I tell you about the people across the street from my office? No. Let me preface this with, you live alone. I do. I live, I've lived alone for, it'll be coming up on six years. I guess you probably don't close the door when you use the bathroom. Never. Okay. I, I mentioned this because, uh, so uh, my office faces a very a new uh like luxury condo building where mm-hmm. um it, the apartments that we specifically face that floor plan is 14 million dollars and the fees the fees for the apartment are $7,000 a month. Um and you would think with that sort of money you could afford some window treatments, especially I think if with you that had sort of money. You want to watch? You want? You're like, yes, watch me. Um, 
they never close the door when they use the bathroom and the bathroom directly like i think the toilet must be off to the side or not the toilet the shower must be off to the side because how it is right now is that there is a window and directly behind it is a john and like so if you're in one of the rooms that faces that you will glance out the window and just see someone peeing gazing back at you um I don't think they work. Um, due, to, due to all the daytime peas that you're seeing. Well, that they just like the woman smokes a lot of weed. The, the The guy just watches see like he watches some sort of news program in bed until like eleven. Then he moves into the living room and watches it there for the rest of the day. Occasionally, they leave. Um, I I put down like my curtains when i have sex and i don't have like floor to ceiling windows so um it's unfortunate but i am glad to know that incredibly wealthy people are not good at sex oh yeah very slow maybe that's how they like it yeah just not a lot of motion anyway sorry this is actually really cruel but like <laughs> there there's if you are that rich there are also competing theories in my office as to whether this is like their thing i would assume it is their thing because there's a lot of like like yeah i mean there was that that big building that went up in astor place mm-hmm. yeah that I, when I lived in the East Village, I would walk past all the time. And it was, you know, floor-to-ceiling windows. And I could, like, I could see into your whole apartment. Why don't you cover that up? And I was like, oh, it's because, you know, they're like, no, look, gaze upon my works, fuckers. Yeah. Um, it's it's very weird. And uh, the uh, the funny thing is, is that also it's like, uh, you know, the, nobody else lives in any of these units. <laughs> There's like 22 floors, and there's only one inhabited apartment. I think that would definitely lead to you just going a little. That's actually got to be very weird if you're one of these like hyper rich people and you live in like you have a pied a terre in this building where like when you do visit and there's no other humans in the building except for like the concierge downstairs. Like, <laughs> it's got to be weird. Even if you're rich and thus have no uh, humanity. Yeah, yeah. I want it. God, that's got to be so bizarre. Like, that's like a zombie movie thing where, like, you wouldn't figure out that there's, like, a zombie apocalypse going on until, like, the fresh direct delivery doesn't come. <laughs> yeah. Um. God, that's. Yeah. Anyway, it's 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 a weird scene. Fourteen million dollars. A lot of dollars. It's so many dollars. Um, anyway, what's a fun thing we can talk about? We've we've had a lot of momentum so far. Yeah, we're we're fucking we're rolling on all cylinders. I think this is. I mean, this is going to be the first episode a lot of people listen to, and it's it's it's. Uh, I'm sorry, I spent so long talking about naked rich people. I mean, you know, it's New York chat. People love naked rich people. I mean, well, I I only have curtains in my bedroom, and I am frequently. I'm not often nude in the living room, but I'm often nude in the kitchen because I'm like, I've gotten out of bed. What I more do you want from me? I, I, I don't always sleep in the buff, but in summertime, frequent frequent things. 
frequently that will happen or maybe pantsless i'll be sleeping sleeping sleeping, macho sleeping macho yes thank you (laughs) i'll be sleeping macho and if any of my neighbors happen to look in and see my fat naked naked ass that's that's their that's their deal that's their problem (laughs) it's their fault for looking if they gotta look at it i think part of it is that it's like because we only see these people when we're at work it's like guys if you don't have to work please don't just please don't make a show of it by being nude all please, the time if you don't have to like if you don't have to work just like if like if i if i didn't have to work like i know what it's like to not work mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but if i didn't have to work if i had like money to blow i would i though I am very lazy. I don't know if I would like. I don't know if, if I'd always, live if in I would Manhattan. Dine out, or no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't live in Manhattan. I would have a fucking compound. Yeah, and then like, if you want to like come in and like party in Manhattan, just get a really nice hotel room. You're crazy yeah. rich. Yeah. I mean, we all think about. I think it is. It is one of the great American pastimes to think about. What I would do if I had all the money. Mm-hmm. What I'll do when I get all the money. Yeah, yeah. That thing that we're all always thinking. I just noticed that a, a like a, a ripple in the painting on my wall looks like a dinosaur. Hmm. And now that's all I can see. And I've lived here for six years and I've only just noticed this. Did I? I got a new light bulb. That's why. You know who? You know when you're a kid and you draw like this is what my mansion's going to be like. Mm-hmm. You know who lived it's got, like, that? It's got the slide, and you know who lived that dream? Lenny Kravitz. Did he? Lenny Kravitz has an incredible house. Does he? It is, which like most of the time when when rich people like have their houses built, it's just it's a house. Like they're they're looking out for that resale value, but like Lenny Kravitz is, uh, I think like I think a major building component is fur. Mm-hmm. So, I wonder if he was like every surface in the you. You must be able to have sex on every surface in this home. And we're we're willing to steam clean every surface. <laughs> we have we have the people. We have the technology. <laughs> the stove has to be. They have. It's the world's first water stove, made out of water. It's the world's first world's first shag stove. <laughs> oh God. And the world's last. <laughs> they have the reupholsters in every time they make an egg. <laughs> have you ever seen Andy Andy Sandberg and Joanna Newsom's house? It's like Harry Houdini's old place, right? It's so, it's bananas. I've opened it up. Uh, it's yeah. <laughs> I, I have I have gone to their home. <laughs> I've, I've opened. I've, I I mean I have I've I called it up. But it's always weird in general that Andy Samberg is married to Joanna Newsom. Yeah, yeah. And I've seen some wonderful, like, beautiful quotes about Joanna Newsom talking about love and, you know, partnership. And then you remember she's talking about <laughs> him. <laughs> I mean, I get it. I mean, everybody yeah. has fucking depths. Yeah, yeah. And, like, you want to, like, you want to be with somebody who is funny and makes you laugh, certainly. I'd use, oh, it, it, their home is called Moorcrest, which Mary Astor and Charlie Chaplin once lived. Ooh. And it's fucking bananas. If you yeah, Google it, 
my 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 dudes it is gorgeous and i'm just also trying to look at the pictures and try to imagine where like andy samberg's dvds of all of the police academy movies <laughs> fit <laughs> i guess what i always what always bothers me when i see the very rich styled photos of people's apartments in you know the in new york magazine or whatever you never see a DVD. I mean, like, if I had just... If I was decorating my first apartment right now, I would not own a DVD player. I mean... We own DVD players because we've sunk the cost. But if you're rich, like, you just have... You just... What do you have? I have a Blu-ray player. I mean, that's what I mean. You don't... No, no, I don't no. Think- I mean, like, I think that if you are just starting out like okay if i just graduated from college i moved to my first apartment i would have like an apple tv thing i wouldn't oh, have sure, a tv player sure. but i'm telling you but this is things i was looking at this, this is a thing i've been thinking for 10 years oh okay okay is yeah, that yeah. i mean like you'll see the shelves with books on them but all of the it's like i know you have you have fucking <laughs> show me West. your goddamn dvds show me your rushmore dvd i know you have it <laughs> I am honestly amazed that the Criterion Collection hasn't come out with... Because they have, like, the nice Criterion Blu-rays and DVDs. I'm sure they haven't come out with, like, leather-bound versions. Because DVDs never look good. They don't look good on your shelves. Okay, I'll I'll grant you that. <laughs> they, well, it's also they get so dusty. So do bucks. I mean, I did, I did as, as, as well, you know, I did throw out all of my DVD cases, DVD Blu-ray cases, and all my video game cases last year. Well, you'll never be able to get that trade-in value at Blockbuster. Or at GameStop. It, is GameStop gone, too? Oh, oh, I, I failed to recognize your joke. Oh, oh well, anyway. <laughs> Moving on. My fault. It was not a very. Let good me one. let me see if I can cover it by getting a comment from the cat. I don't know. I'm too tangled. Mm-hmm. Oh no, it's not gonna. Nope, it's not gonna happen because my headphones are tangled. Um, I, I can't bring the microphone to her because my headphones are wrapped up in the microphone. Hey, new listeners! The premise of this show is that <laughs> generally. <laughs> we were sp- when we started doing the show. I just realized that if we have a bunch of new listeners, we should probably be like giving them well i did i did update the yes yes that's very good um if you have listened to this episode go back and listen to the first episode and you'll hear that it's our literal first conversation ever yes we did not we met on twitter and had never spoken to each other and then we recorded our first conversation as the first episode of this podcast and now it is four years later and we are jesus god I cannot believe it's been four years. You are not in your 30s yet. I know. I didn't have gray hair yet. You didn't have a child. Yeah. (laughs) Many things were different. (laughs) Uh, Not many things have changed for me. (laughs) (laughs) You got a cat. I got a cat. That's actually a pretty big thing. Yeah, I got a cat. Changed some jobs. Mm -hmm. Um, God, I can't. That's also because I feel like there is a certain point in my life, probably when I turned like 28, at which point I decided that that moment was the present and everything after that was the present still. And that like, so 
there will be albums that came out when I was, when God, not even 28 earlier. There, like, there's albums where I'm like, oh yeah, that's the new blank, and it's like that album came out seven years ago. <laughs> that this band has put out three more albums since then. Yeah, that's about the age where it starts to set in. Yeah, where you, it's just the eternal now. Like, I have definitely now hit the age where I am no longer listening to new music. Really? Because you were you were really pumping the pop for a bit. Well, part of it, well, part of it is because I no longer am working eight hours a day at a desk. That's true. And and that was when I would like put on Spotify and like listen to new music. And but now I'm at work. If I'm in the office, I'm there for four hours a day, and I'll listen to a couple podcasts. Mm-hmm. And when I'm at home, I can like put something on Netflix or whatever, or listen to more podcasts. I'm, I'm like, so when I'm listening to music, I'm listening to like albums I already know. And like, I'm listening to Stan Rogers and Tom Waits and fallout boy. And, uh, they might be giants and what direction <laughs> That's about it. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> that just summed up my whole personality. <laughs> I, I, I've, I've mentioned this uh, before and actually I was listening to another podcast, um, what a time to be alive where uh Kath Barbadoro was mentioning that like she was into really good music when she was 13 and then something happened where like she just stopped listening to new music and then then was like from that point on extremely behind <laughs> in music <laughs> and like after I moved to Montreal and I like stopped listening to new music for like 3 years and then afterwards every time I bought an album it felt like I was doing so frantically <laughs> where I was like, please, I've got to catch up. <laughs> Have you heard that iTunes is going to stop selling music? I, God, I'm so tired. <laughs> yeah, we don't have to discuss this. This is not a tech podcast. No, it's uh, like... I can't even come... Because I'm, I'm, this is, again, the sign that I'm old is I want to buy an album. Yeah, yeah. I'm I, st- want, I want to... I, my phone makes noises. I have phone calls. I am, I'm, I, okay, so right now I have this huge urge. You, actually, if the makers of the light phone are listening, I will not oh, be joining. Your jitterbug. Yes. So I have this fantasy going right now of basically deconstructing my phone where I would have, like, so there's this, the light phone too, which is essentially like, if is it L I T E or uh, L I G H T two? Okay. Um, just the number two. But um, are we working on their SEO? <laughs> I'm just. I was just. But uh, it's a. Because it's also a very small product, so I was wondering. Yes, yes, it is a. Um, it's a very small e-ink, um, smartphone that only does like a few things, like it plays music and you can get directions and stuff. But there's no web browser. There's no social social media, um, and like you can't have apps. But you yeah, can yeah. make phone calls and text. Yes, um, and there will be like a couple of inbuilt. Yeah, it's a jitterbug. Um, but like, I without the convenience of the big keys. <laughs> but like it. Uh, it I will, uh, so actually, Sarah McHenry it was she was like it sounds to me that you don't want to like look at twitter on your phone less you would like to be the sort of person who looks at who does not look at twitter on their phone and i was like yes 
um it was also like talking to Kristen about this and she was like i am completely fine with my level of phone usage i use my phone for work i enjoy using my phone and like i i have tons of pictures of our kid that like i have um like orders of magnitude more photographs of my child than my parents did of me and i was like yes but you're somebody who is able to feel satisfied. <laughs> this is this is going back to the thing we talked about at the uh, at the top of the hour, where uh, the uh, you are a man who likes to be anxious. Yes, yeah. <laughs> like... Again, like if I am busy, I don't look at Twitter. Like if I'm if I'm at work and I'm doing something, like the days when I'm uh, since again I, I only work uh, I'm in an office four hours a day I'm just like no I'm just not going to look at my phone and then I'm not going to yes. really catch up and it's fine and then like if I'm out with friends having fun I'm not going to catch up it's, I don't care I'll just let it go I would say that's my experience too it's just I like I like to feel bad about myself or I don't like it but I assume that that is a precondition, and so I have seized on the use of my cell phone as a thing to be mad at myself about. <laughs> <sighs> oh my god! Woof! <laughs> Man, they're getting uh, the new listeners. They're getting it all. They're getting this. This is, this is going to be the name. It was like listen to episode one, and then listen to episode uh, one hundred and forty-four. I think this one will be. We just we're laying it all out there. Yeah. Um, but uh, sled legs. Sled legs. Man, I'm not going to get any more sponsorship deals after this one. <laughs> after I trashed the sled. <laughs> like, you didn't even trash the sled. I mean, you said the obvious that they look dangerous. Mm-hmm. The, the, it, is, it is also that, like, on the thing, they're like, make sure to wear safety apparel. And if you find videos of people, like, doing it this officially, they're wearing, like, snowboarding helmets and goggles and, like, gloves and everything. And it's like, I do not traditionally wear those things when I go sledding. <laughs> no, you don't need to wear a cup when you go sledding. I mean, when I was a kid. Or when uh, a groundhog sticks its head out of the ground and I just nail it with my wiener. <laughs> Bonk. Ha. When the ski free yeti comes out, six more weeks of boom. <laughs> when I was a kid, uh, I grew up in a log cabin in the woods, as we all know. You can check the wiki. Um, and our house was on top of a hill, and so the rare times that it did snow in Tennessee, we would go sledding down the hill, and we'd not have sleds. We would do it on the top of like garbage can lids and baking pans and stuff. Yeah. Because it never, because it never snowed in Tennessee. I mean, it does more now due to climate change. But uh, so, like, whenever it happened, we were not. It was just like, oh, well, uh, plastic garbage can lid. Whoop, there you go. Or yeah, and it was fun. So I've gone sledding like twice in my life. We um we used to live, or like my parents still do, um, by a big park, um, and uh, part of it there's is there's Kentucky, some. It's Kentucky. It's Kentucky. Sorry to interrupt. Is Kentucky very hilly? Yeah, yeah, uh, fairly hilly. Um, we have some mountains. It's sort of in and, that uh, in that space where it's going from like the very Appalachian area to the flatness of the Midwest. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and but Louisville is more to the east, right? Sorry. To um. Me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the the like northeast of the state. Um, oh yeah. So so definitely in the. I, well, yeah. I mean, Close, it's it's out of the, the mountains. mountains. 
but close but it's to yeah yeah um but i mean nashville uh, is not nashville is not in the mountains at all but it's in a big valley yeah uh so we would go sledding and it was it's really funny to remember like for some reason like we would wear like three pairs of sweatpants and like big coats and like put garbage bags over our shoes and we'd still get extremely wet because <laughs> <laughs> uh snow pants yeah never made it to the south yeah yeah <laughs> um but uh yeah sledding's fun i mean i prop i would not do it now because i'm mm-hmm. on 36 and i would hurt myself I think, no, I did, no, you know what, I just remembered, I did, my, I think my mom, we had, like, one big motorcycle helmet, and my mom made us wear it when we went sledding. That is extremely adorable. Yeah. So um, we were, my mom was like, no, you're, because it was a big hill we lived on top of. And there was an enti- entirely possibility that we could have just kept going and gone straight into the creek. Yeah. Because we uh, had a creek. When I lived in Montreal, uh my friends would go around cutting down uh, big um, election posters for right-wing candidates. And then they'd go sledding on those. Ah! (laughs) That's one thing about like winter in Montreal. Sledding is just a, when you feel like it thing, because there's just always snow on the ground. Yeah, that is always, I was thinking about like, I did, I tweeted the other day about how, it being still bright out at like 7.30 and also being 35 degrees because we've had this sudden cold snap on um, in early it's April. It's going to be 63 tomorrow. It better fucking stay there. <laughs> or I'm going to go apeshit. <laughs> uh, that I was like, you know, we always think it's like, ah, it'd be nice to move to Canada. But I'm like... They don't have a lot of sunlight. I think it's cold there a lot. <laughs> I I kind of think it depends on where you are, but um, I mean, I can move to the west coast of Canada. I can move to yeah, fucking yeah. Vancouver and not be able to afford living. Yeah, there. exactly. Like, any, like like anywhere on the entire west coast of this continent. Yes. Well, um, guess what? The kaiju are gonna get you, fuckers. I like the idea of. I don't think we got to see New York getting attacked by a kaiju, but well, I, no, because it's the it's Pacific Rim. I, do you I, do you think they'd go through like the Suez Canal? No, I mean I think it was established. I mean it's I, only okay. in the Pacific. No. Uh, let, I've watched Pacific Rim. I watched Pacific Rim three times in ten days. Yes, we need to talk about this. We need to talk about Pacific. I'm 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 going to see the sequel tomorrow. Um, and I have I previously have read the novelization. And I have also been reading a lot of fanfic, and I went back through my whole Tumblr tag where I was deep into it. No, the the Pacific in Pacific Rim, the attacks were on uh, the kaiju attacks. They came from the breach, which is in the Pacific Ocean. So the kaiju were always stopped before. The, there were no kaiju attacks. They never rounded Cape Horn. <laughs> they never rounded. They never, you know, you know, yeah. They never. I I, I don't even think they they made it as far as as anywhere in like India or anything. It was more like Australia. It was, it was on the Pacific rim uh, itself. So we missed out an opportunity of somebody be a kaiju popping up at some guy being like, Hey, I'm walking here. Yeah. 
I'm like I like, and I'm like I want like the extended Pacific Rim universe to talk about like what what 2018 was because I th- I can't remember when like K Day was in. I think I think it's like 2012 or something like that. Or, well, I think the, the first movie st- takes place in like 25, 25, uh, 2025, 2025. So I watched it three times. You think I would have paid attention to the numbers? <laughs> um, now I want to watch it again. It's a good <sighs> film. It's is um, is it a perfect movie? No. no. Is it the best movie? Maybe. Uh, I watched all of the features on the Last Jedi blu-ray and then watch the last jedi um and that's it's it's a weird thing with that movie because it's like there's things that i feel like are unwieldy about the film but i really like where the storytelling went yeah um sorry to just completely be like throw on the brakes here's another movie i've seen here's a movie that came out not five years ago yeah yeah <laughs> before i entered the hermitage oh <laughs> uh, well we we could all i mean this is what we do on the show as well is that we talk about movies i watched like i had a guillermo del toro weekend did you watch um crimson peak you've seen i crimson did peak. i did i had not seen it before but i did watch it on saturday and you made the acute observation that he's very much into facial wounds <laughs> Okay, so I have seen, I've now, well, the last time we recorded this podcast, I had only seen uh, the two Hellboys, Pacific Rim, and Pan's Labyrinth, and now I, I have added Shape of Water and Crimson Peak, and there are intense cheek wounds in Pan's Labyrinth, Crimson Peak, and Shape of Water. Mm-hmm. Direct, it, IMDb needs to have a, like, you <laughs> Director's know, like, trademark. Director's trademark. Someone gets fucking stabbed in the cheek, and then something horrible happens. Oh man! <laughs> yeah, that make me, I don't. I mean, it's not great. I would say really gets me the, the thing that gets me when people are wounded. The wound in movies is when people are stabbed in the hand or cut their fingers. And there was a good, I in in Crimson Peak. There's a bit where somebody grasps a knife. Yeah, and I, I had to cover my eyes because I can't handle that. If I recall correctly, the thing that happens after the knife grasping is pretty intense. Yeah. (laughs) I may have missed it. I mean, I missed some of it because I had my eyes covered. (laughs) Uh, I think I've talked about this before, but I I saw that with friend of the podcast, Yakov, and it was like uh, like a, a men hanging out together thing, which is like one of the three times I've done that in my life. And... A boy date. A boy date. And I did not... I don't think I specifically told him that I didn't go see scary movies because I get too scared. So like during that whole thing, I was like, I hope he doesn't notice that like I am looking at the floor (laughs) during this, like during a lot of this film. (laughs) I just got so scared. It's like, you're like, I'm going to go on, uh, go to see a movie with a guy who I know I met because he runs a scary movie podcast. (laughs) I did. I I really like Crimson Peak. I thought it was yeah, I thought it was very good. I love the Guillermo. I, feel, I just I I like would really like to hug Guillermo del Toro. Oh yeah. And then like and then like talk to him about video games and anime. For of like course, three hours. You know the Totoro thing. Oh yeah, of yeah, course. Which is that. so good. <laughs> please, please, you're talking to. This the, was more for the for the audience than for you. That uh, the little girl. 
uh, who Oop. played young Mako in Pacific Rim, um, could not say any of his names. So she just called him Totoro. Because he, he is like Totoro. Totoro. <laughs> I've seen very cute gifts of her, like patting her on the head, and Aww. she's like, bow, and it's so cute. And I'm like, it makes, I cry. Yeah. Every Aww. single Every I like I again I watched this movie three times in ten days. I cried at the scene with little Mako in her shoe every time because she looks like my niece. Aww. And and I cried I cried I cried the first time when I when I saw it in the theater. The, the, when I saw it in the theater the three time three or four times I saw it in the theater because like my my she did not look like my niece at the time, but I was thinking of my niece who is uh, half Japanese. That he's like, someday she will look just like that. Guess what? She now looks, she has the same haircut. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, ha, ha. and she's so small that she can't put her shoe on. So she's carrying her shoe around oh, and crying for her mama. Oh, <laughs> boy. That affects me, too, for other reasons. <laughs> for the parent reason. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm getting, I get it for the aunt reason. You know, yeah. it's, it's like I'm not I don't have the, the parent thing, but I still have, no, like, yeah. you know feelings you for, still love a child <laughs> i still love a child and when they're she's carrying around her shoe because she can't put it on by herself and she's crying for her mama oh boy i'm getting yeah getting the feels yeah 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 um, i mean i i cried i cried you know Less each time, <laughs> but I still <laughs> had to wipe my face each time because that little actress is very good as yeah. well. And now, and now she's a whole, you know, she's probably like in her in her teens or tweens now. It's a you know time, buddy. <laughs> uh, also, the part in Crimson Peak with the like the braid. Do you know what I'm talking about here? Oh, she cuts off the hair. No, no, when she puts down her hair. Yeah. I was like, hmm, this makes me feel very Victorian horny. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, that was kind of hard. Well, I told you I had a dream last night. Oh, that no. You and I were oh, gone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we were in a shopping mall. And I had the long, well, because I had, when I was a teen goth, I did have the long hair. But it wasn't, it did not have those Victorian curls. It it had I was very straight. I had very straight hair when I was a long long haired goth teen. I had hair down to like my mid thigh, but it was it it had a little bit of the waves, but it did not have those like. It, I mean that's that's part of the like it's been up all day and braided all day. It's gonna be, and also it was a wig, so that's how it looked. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Mia Westkoska, or however you say your name. Sorry if I messed that up. Um, I am also imagining because you mentioned a. Uh... A, like the goth version of me and my mental image of the goth version of me is like illustrated by Brit Sabo <laughs> you know well I imagine the goth version of you is just like yeah no it is illustrated by Brit Sabo yeah it absolutely is it's but very it's, anxious <laughs> like you're you have very big eyes and a, and a prominent nose and you're definitely wearing a cravat mm-hmm. and you're in a crumbling mansion <laughs> like uh these ghosts <laughs> And you're very anxious, and you, like you maybe have a raven on your on your arm, and you're very anxious about the raven on your arm. <laughs> it's gonna poop. I know it. You're not scared of the ghost. You are scared of the ghost, but you're mostly anxious about what the ghosts are gonna do to the house. 
the woodwork. The ghosts are just like leaving glasses on the tables. The pipes. Oh. <laughs> Man, that was another great thing about Crimson Peak that the like the the thing with the clay just like pouring on the walls of the house. <laughs> Like, that picture is, like, the Hammer horror films from the 60s. Like, if they had the budget and technology to just completely realize that vision. I mean, I love that it was like, oh, oh yes, the, the pipes will run red at first because of the clay. Because that reminded me of um, the town where my dad is from, which is French Lake, Indiana, which is on top of a sulfur spring. Oh, so yeah. So, it's sort of just like, oh, yes, the town smells like the devil. <laughs> <laughs> It'll you'll get used to it. <laughs> um, marvelous. <laughs> uh, should should we end it? Should we? I I feel good. Now I'm. It's also because I listened to I listened to a past episode this morning. Which is not, I usually you don't. You don't normally do. I listen to all of them, but. I listen to a past episode and, like, my hemming and hawing. <laughs> I mean, there was no, there was no hemming and hawing. There was no hemming and hawing today. Uh, we were fired up. Yeah. Well, we had, we had much to, we had much to confer over. <laughs> uh, wait, what's the follower count up to right now? Oh, 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 hang on, hang on, hang on. Got to refresh Jonathan Francis. So it was at 5,142, and now it is at 5,186. All right. So we went up 40 in the hour and 14 minutes. I think it is slowing down. That's good. Good. Yeah. Because I don't need any more. in two days or my money back i'm fine with that i don't need it i just uh, imagine that it would be very funny for me to buy you followers so that you wake up one day and all of a sudden you have like seventy thousand followers <laughs> you're just like no funny, you mean well but no if i had seven thousand followers i'd be like oh these are all bots I don't yeah care. yeah exactly i i imagine that the the first moment would be like <laughs> Be oh, like yeah, for, an for out of like body a second, experience. I would be like, "What did I do? What <laughs> happened? Uh, my veggies." <laughs> and then after my butthole fell out, I would. Realize, oh. I I was gonna make a joke about like, "Oh, you're Chrissy Teigen now," but like, Chrissy Teigen has like like twelve Millions. million. Like, the, you you have to have a person for that, right? I don't think they. I don't think. I don't know. I think there is like an extra. I think there's a secret extra verified that they don't tell us about. Yeah, yeah. That people like Chrissy Teigen get. Because otherwise, like, I don't understand what you would be using the platform for. Because she definitely responds to randos. Oh, does she? Yeah. There must be. She must have somebody who goes through like the rando replies and the good ones they yeah, forward. No, to her. I mean, because she's like at home, like waiting for her bananas from. Postmates. But, like, if that's the case, I imagine that her mentions thing is just a constantly scrolling, like, list of people. Yeah, I would, I, I really would love to know how Behind the tweets. I would, no, this is not a joke. I mean, as somebody who is, like, deeply into a lot of celebrities, by which I mean One Direction, 
how they, how that experiences like and they, and and they in particular came up hugely because of Twitter mm-hmm. and like now I think Twitter is unusable for all of them but yeah. at one point it was not but some points they st- still interact with people and I'm like how I wonder about that there's celebrities who have like who clearly have hired people to be weird Twitter like <laughs> joke people for them like Shaq and I think Jose Canseco like a very weird group of people have done this and it's like what I don't is... believe that Shaq is Shaq is you think Shaq yeah. is is real yeah I think Shaq is real. He's on the level okay I think Shaq's on the level Jose Canseco I don't know about his booty is too big yeah uh, no I be- no I full believe that the uh I, I'm in Knott's Berry Farm and my butt's too big for the seat. Ah, that's me yelling. I believe that is 100% a shock tweet. <laughs> a shock <Please>. tweet? <laughs> shock is a different guy. Yeah, I, I got I got a little into it. Shaq. Sorry. We call him shock. Um, yeah, that is... That, I deserve to be made fun of that. Fun for that. Thank that, you. <laughs> misspelling in the group chat. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Anyway, good podcast. Good. <laughs> Welcome, podcast. new listeners. This is this is like a pretty good. This is a pretty good summation. Usually, we don't talk so much about like weird, like Twitter drama, but in terms of us just talking about things, we used to have guests, and we yeah. did have somebody. I'm not gonna name a shame, but we did have someone cold email. Who definitely had never listened to yeah. even a second of the podcast. Yeah, that's... The, the thing is, I, I felt bad about that for a moment. And then I was like, there's no... Like, I... Yeah, anyway. Yeah, not... I mean, to... yeah, no, they did not They did not listen to or even read. They just saw, this is a podcast that has guests. And I was like, I need to update that description to it. it's a podcast that does not have guests. <laughs> Because we 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 all know now that the that what the people want is the non guest era. Guests? I haven't heard that concept in years. No, no, we don't have guests anymore. It's all family time, all the time. Uh, but somebody did cold email to invite themselves on the podcast, and they had quite a pitch that I will not name and shame. Uh, that is subscriber only content. Yes. Oh boy. Anyway, PayPal, PayPal me five dollars. I'm not telling you my PayPal address. You have to sleuth it up. Mm. I, I always, I always love the things that it's like. There's a bit of luck, but there's also a little bit of skill involved. Mm. Um. Anyway, <laughs> have a good night. I love you. Bye. Love you too. Bye. We're not enough.